0: Well, 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 what's up party people? Good to see everybody. I am tired, but it's good to be back. It's Friday. We made it. We're going to talk. We got a good one. It's a hot one. It's a sexy one. Uh, We're going to talk last night's NBA draft. We're going to talk about big Grady Dick energy. We're going to be talking about CP tree making his move. Uh, We'll see. We'll just see where we'll see where the morning takes us, you know? Uh, let's see, who do we got in the streets this morning? We got leaps in here, Marthans, Regulator, good morning, Jump shooting in the house, the Carmen Man, J-Bus is here, Borland, Draft, uh, I like it, Stubbs here, Shig Shigs, we got Airplane Mode, Weisberg up and Adam early, we got Snoopaloop, we got Regs, we got, who else, J-Bus, T-Man, 3DH, Let's Go, Matic Auto, who else, who else, Billy Jackson, Matty Harrison, all of my favorites, you know what I'm saying? Not that I'm supposed to have favorites, but let's say, let's pretend we do for this conversation all of my favorites are here let's fire up a giveaway just let's do let's do um hold on don't do it yet don't do it yet we'll do big uh dick energy that's what we'll do uh so like the stream subscribe hashtag big dick energy we'll give away a little something some here at the end uh but yeah appreciate everyone being here this morning um we're gonna yeah let's just i don't know let's just dive in it's friday get your coffee swigs in I really am hurting today, boys and girls. And not even because it wasn't like I was out and at him. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't going after it. I just just could not sleep last night. I was up really late. I was up until I probably got like three hours of sleep. But that's how dedicated I am to my craft. You know what I mean? CT says, as a Raps fan, I like it. We also got Mark in the house, too. Boston base here. New Swami got up early to say Lakers. Lakers had a good draft last night, huh? Um, all right, let's lead. You got, we'll start with the draft and then we'll do some Chris Paul because I mean, everybody's already listened to everyone and their mothers. Chris Paul's takes, uh, Chris Paul takes, there we go. We get a bandy sighting early too. What's up, big dog. Um, Let's start with the draft. And I, hey, I a shout out So Rare for uh, giving me the opportunity to go to the draft last night. I saw our friend, Mr. Andrew Laird himself. So rare data. I get to watch him in real time. Just, you know, not only be mad that Cam Whitmore was slipping, but be mad. He was just mad that he had to still be there, right? Because he had to wait for his Villanova bro to get drafted. We saw Andrew Laird, uh, my man Justin catches from the '89 Cavs was there. We had uh, my man Frimmy, uh, a friend of mine, and then uh, who else did we see? I will say the second we walked in, walking through some security, uh, we had some live before lock fans that were there. We're like, "Yo, Team Old, what's up, baby?" Uh, so that was fun. It was good. Um, let's, you know, what we're gonna do? I let's. We're, the first thing I'm gonna do right now is I'm gonna cough. So we're gonna do a mental health break, and then we're gonna do some winners and losers from last night's NBA draft. can't go down this road we can't talk about like how you need to have had sex in order to have responsibility i just think it changes you you know i think it changes you uh boston bay said are those tickets tough to get uh yeah i think um i wouldn't say they're like impossible to get uh they're tough to get for free baby (laughs) uh all right so let's do some winners and losers from last night's draft uh and we're gonna start with losers because that's more fun we're gonna start with the losers That is way more fun. Last night's NBA draft loser. Hold on, let me pull the. I got to pull up my notes here. Last night's NBA draft loser, the NBA draft. It is like, you know, arguably not a fun watch on TV. Oh, a hundred times worse live. It was some of the worst in arena entertainment I've ever seen so like the broadcasting was weird and I know when you're at home watching you you already know the picks right I know Woj kind of took his foot off the gas last night but Shams out there tweeting away you know when you are live <laughs> at the draft it is brutal cuz the noise goes off ding da, da, ding 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 a pick is in and then we just sat there and we watched the clock go all the way down and listen the the they Oh, Bill, in entertainment, like the in arena entertainment, too, was like uh, Dennis Smith, somebody who looks like Drew Carey playing Brian Windhorst in a TV show. He and, and it, you know, that sounds like I'm making fun of him. He made the choice, man. He made the blazer choice, the glasses choice. It's the best way I can describe it. It would be like Peter Griffin playing Brian Windhorst. And so he's doing a little pregame stuff, and then they, they cut to some guy in a big fucking chair, just like a throne-type chair. And then he's like, all right, we got Scoot Henderson with us right now, 24 seconds on the clock. Scoot, what color makes you cry? And then we will just bang out all these questions. It was so, so bad. And then they would cut to somebody. They would cut to somebody like up in the, the 200 sections, shout out Wes, where my people were at, In the 200 sections, she's like, oh, we got the selfie cab here. You got to scan this QR code and everybody just do a little selfie move. And oh, it was tough. It was a tough, and it was just dark. You couldn't see shit no matter where you were going. Um, I will say what was fun Uh when you first walked in the B I would say from like 730 to 830 vibes were great there was a lot of anticipation a lot of excitement a lot of hype around Wemby and then a lot of hype around the second pick and then after the second pick uh was made just just a bummer just it just it sucked the life right I couldn't believe it I and I can't tell who I'm more mad at like Barclays you gotta you gotta maneuver some stuff around. Maybe the NBA, like, I, you gotta figure. Just pay Kevin Hart a fuck ton. Go get that DraftKings money they're giving Kevin Hart. Be like, Kevin, can you just come? Can you just come and like yell to people for a couple of hours? Uh, they need they need something. They need something. It was tough. Why did Wemby cry? No, we're not gonna come on here, See, So we're not gonna come on here and and yell about a man's emotions. All right, life changing, life changing experience. Uh, anyways, that's my biggest loser of the night. All right, I don't like picking children out and being like you were a loser for for getting drafted for your goals being achieved you are a loser so we're not going to do that the nba draft absolute loser last night and i don't know how it was watching on tv i saw a couple of uh i was listening to something this morning and they were talking about how espn did a bad job i saw i saw a clip of jj reddick just somebody uh somebody asked jj uh one of the people on the, the panel with them was just kind of like hey uh what was it like being an average shooter? And it looked like JJ was about to drop some F-bombs on, on national television. Uh, let's do a winner. Let's do a winner. Uh, first winner of the night, Bill Belichick. And, I, and because I, the Bill Belichick philosophy of handling a draft has now marinated into the Boston, the greater Boston area, into the Boston Celtics, who just kept getting picks and then trading back. And it was just right out of the Belichick playbook where it's like, I was there. I was like, we got to stay. The Celtics have the Grizzlies pick. We got to stay. We got to stay. And then it was announced that they traded back. And I was like, Oh, that's okay. They're going to be drafted. And then it was announced they were traded back. And then it was announced they were traded back. And I think they traded back 42 times in the last five picks of the draft. That was tough. That was tough. So Bill Bell, like Celtics, maybe a loser, Belichick, a winner though, Belichick a winner because I thought about him last night. Uh, Maddie says she was clearly being sarcastic and totally went over JJ's head. Okay. I'm went over my head too. I couldn't tell. Uh, what else we got? Celts, uh, the Celtics guy was nabbed up. So they traded the pick. Yeah, I wanted them. I, it seemed like they were going to get a little feisty anyway. So that was a winner. Let's get a real winner. Uh, Grady Dick. Grady Dick. And listen, I'm sure it was very cool to see it on television. Seeing it live though. Beautiful. you know, and normally when I see shit like that, uh, I'm like, man, this is asking to fail, right? You wear something like that. You're just being like, meme me, you know, make me a meme, make me the talking point. And that's, but then he started talking and I was like, man, I I think I like this guy. And he fell far enough that like, he's not a top 10 pick. So he doesn't have the excitement of someone that's supposed to be like a dominant NBA player. Right. But he didn't Falls so far out of the lottery, or he didn't fall out of the lottery. He didn't fall so far back that you're like, "Wow, look at this ass hat in a red sequence shoot suit that looks like BJ from Righteous Gemstones." He like it was that sweet spot right there. And then he went to the Toronto Raptors. We the North. I saw Skeets tweet out, "We the Dick." Thought that was great. Uh, I thought I think I saw something that it was another joke about being a dickhead. I love all this stuff. I love it. It ended up being fun. I'm here. He he won me over, and then I saw some of the clips after, and I was like, "Yeah, dude, this dude is like, oh shucks, man, I can't believe I'm here." And then he's wearing that suit. It's crazy. It was crazy. So I'm I'm excited for Toronto. He was a big winner of the night. Shout out BJ for Tim Tim Baltz from uh, was it Belt or Baltz from Righteous Gemstones? Yeah, the Suggs Dick jokes. Those were good. Jalen Suggs and Grady Dick being on the same team. Uh, let, we can talk about losers, Orlando magic. That was a tough scene for Orlando, Orlando. Uh, Anthony black was their first pick of the sixth round. Uh, the sixth pick of the draft was, uh, Anthony black. That people were like, that one made sense. Everyone was like, yeah, dude, check it. I love it. I love it. Anthony black. Great, great, great. Um, and then the second pick, or their second pick in the first round was the 11th pick. And they w- just came out of left field. Just, I-, I think that dude is projected to go 19 to 23, like that range. Um, and it's jet Howard Juwan's son. Uh, Justin Ketchum giving me some alpha next to him while he was saying that he was, uh, he got the dad's a coach treatment there down the stretch there for Michigan. Um, and so he, he got taken like way early. That was one of those moves where like when the pick happened live, everybody was like, huh? Uh, where they, people were pretty surprised by that one. That was a surprising one. Uh, and then listen, we got to talk about another loser and that's Michael Jordan and listen, uh, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe our friend, wait, uh, checking the timeline. Did you see Mitch Kupchak's, uh, answer on why they took Brandon Miller, a hall of fame worthy bad answer? No, I didn't see it. I didn't see it. I mean, I don't know. I was so surprised. I, I will say it seems like Shams, uh, Shams is a loser, uh, from last night too. We're doing more losers than winners. We gotta, we gotta write this ship soon, but he, uh, he tweets out like scoots coming back Sounds like there's a, there's a lot of momentum behind Scoot Henderson going number two to the Charlotte Hornets, uh, and I, it's not that he was wrong that makes him a loser. It was that he uh, he were he like works for Fanduel, and so everybody was just like screen grabbing that, tweeting that out, uh, just being like, "Oh, is just collusion! It's just collusion! Trying to get more money." And I was like, "You guys don't know how sports books work. I don't think that's collusion." Uh, Definitely a bad look though. I don't know if that's great where it's like the guy saying betting favorite is switching. Also working for a company that sets lines. It's a little weird. It's almost like NBA top shot employees collecting moments. (laughs) All right. That was good. Um, Maddie says quick, make some team hold branded dick hats. That would be good. We would like that. Zendaya. Zendaya Wembanyama is a big winner. Is that you? Did you get excited because there's multiple syllables in that? Is that what got you going? Um, All right. Let's do a winner. Let's do a winner from last night. Utah Jazz. The Utah, yes. Uh, So Jazz had three picks in the first round. And because there was a little, because the Wizards reached a little bit for a Frenchman, um, Taylor Hendricks fell a little bit. So Taylor Hendricks, they get, I think he was projected to go six or seven. They got him at nine. That was pretty good. Uh, then Keontae George, they got with their second pick that people were pretty excited about. And then Sensaba, uh, with their late last first round pick. I think it was that like 28 or something like that. Who I know uh there were a lot of good teams that were looking at him. So that was a pretty that was a pretty big dub for the Utah Yates. Um that was a good that was a good spot for them. Uh big win for Heat Culture. Heat culture, because I love it. Miami's picking 18 or 19, whatever it was. A lot of guys on the board that would go before their pick, and they're like, we don't care about that. Take your big boards. Shove it up your big ass, because we're taking Jaime Hacquez from UCLA. Shout out Dustin. Dustin was jacked. I mean, he wanted him to go to the Lakers, but it was jacked. But they took him like eight or nine picks too early, and that right there is heat culture. That is heat culture. So big win for heat culture for Hyman. That was good. Uh, Houston Rockets with a big dub. So the Houston, and this is actually going to tie in with a big loser. But the and we already mentioned Andrew Laird and Cam Whitmore and Villanova. So Houston, it was rumored for like weeks that Houston was like Rockets might take Cam Whitmore at four, and then they didn't. Uh, they took what they took Amon Thompson, Amon Thompson, and then and wait, hold on. Shigan says KOC. Had, I thought I read something about. From KOC, maybe it was uh, maybe it was at the Athletic. Um, they didn't take Cam Whitmore. They took Iman Thompson. They took one twin at four, and then Cam just falls and it got weird like they know he might drop there was rumors it might drop a little bit and it, you know what was weird about the rumors too they're like oh it's something with his medical but like nobody knew what the fuck that was we didn't know if it was a knee they didn't know anything like we're just like the medical looked bad and then they were and then more information comes out they're like you know what's weird he's like pretty introverted he doesn't like to do interviews okay I don't know I think I'm rooting for basketball players though you know this isn't LinkedIn, mother. This is the NBA draft. So I don't know. I thought that was weird. But anyways, he goes all the way down, falls all the way down to 20. Uh, I can't remember. Was that Houston's uh was that their second pick or third pick of the draft? Because they got, uh, hold on one second. I'm gonna look it up here. I apologize. I apologize for not having that ready to go. So the Rockets, and then they picked at 30. Wow, the Rockets had a lot of picks. So the Rockets take Amon Thompson at four. They took Cam Whitmore at 20, which, again, they were com- contemplating taking Cam at four. So they got him at 20. Then they got uh, – no, that was it. Those are their two picks. So solid night for the Rockets getting both of their guys. Uh, we like that. Uh, Boston says it's fun knowing how many takes will be wrong in the long run. Draft takes. Oh, draft takes are hilarious. Draft takes and draft comps are, like, the funniest things. The funniest things. Um, So, the- all right, we need another loser here. Damian Dame time Lillard and the losers for lots of reasons here. Damien, uh, oh, wait, hold on. Let's before we do that, T Man said he did not look happy when he was picked. Holy crap! Cam went in the room, right? There was this moment of relief, like you could feel it. Everyone's like, oh, dude, finally Cam went, man. Because it sucks when you get the I know, I know they invite 20 guys, I know they invite 20 guys, but it sucks when someone that you think is going to go in the lottery is back there, just kind of like – like steaming, waiting to get picked, right? So he gets picked, and he, I swear to God, he did not want to dap anybody up. I wouldn't be stunned if footage comes out tomorrow of him just, like, bench pressing in the gym after that came over. He looked furious. Rookie of the year. Put my money. I'm sorry, Wemby. Wemby's probably going to play, like, 35 games because Pop's going to be like, we need him fresh. need him fresh for next year. Give me whatever the odds are on Cam Whitmore to win rookie of the year. That dude is going to be angry. All right. He's going to be angry. Superluminal in the chat says, I only know two and a half dudes from this draft. Any quickie catch up tips? Uh, is good. <laughs> Scoop Brandon Miller, good. Some late round. I like the Taylor Hendricks pick at nine. I thought it was really good. Ooh, OKC you got Cason Wallace as a Kentucky guard who's like tries to step on your throat every time he gets on the court. I think that's going to be a fun addition to the OKC roster. I like that one a lot. Uh, anything else fun that we need to know? Grady Dick, he's got a good suit. Uh Lakers got Jalen Hood Shafino uh from Indiana. That's everybody seemed pretty hyped about that pick. That was a pretty good one. Uh Cam Whitmore already told you about. Oh, Keegan Murray's brother, Chris, went to the Portland Trail Blazers. Okay, back to Losers of the Night. Ooh, hold on, hold on, guys. Hey, listen, I appreciate what everyone's bringing to the chat, but honestly, I want you to look in the mirror tonight, okay? And I want you to think about, hey, what can I bring to the table? How can I be better? How can I make this viewing experience better for everybody else. And then I want you to do me a favor, take a screenshot right now, whether you're on your phone, on a desktop, watching in the metaverse, whatever you're doing, and see what Yaka Krikobam did. Because I feel like these types of chats make the viewing experience better for everyone else. Because it's not about you, right? It's about how you can impact the community. And the way that Jaeger did it by going... (laughs) <laughs> what, 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 what. I feel like the way that he did that there just could make it better for everybody else. So yeah, you're, thank you, dude. Thank you for bringing in and thinking about people that aren't yourself. You know what I mean? You thought about the greater community. That's good. Steve said, we didn't even see that in the chat. Well, there you go. Now you see it on screen, baby. You see it on screen. Uh, Amani Bates to Cleveland top high school player a few years ago. Yeah, that's a pretty good, that's a pretty good landing spot for them. I like that. Yeah, the Thompson Twins going back-to-back back is pretty good. Uh, but more importantly, the biggest loser of the night is Dame time, right? So the second uh, the second Brandon Miller goes second to the Hornets, everybody and their mother knows Scoot's going third, and they know that the Scoot piece makes zero sense with the current Portland roster construction, right? So you got Dame, you got Scoot, you got Anthony Simons, you got Shaden Sharp. You got a bunch of dudes who are small guards uh, that does not reap a competitive team right now. It'd be a fun team. I'd love to watch that team. Uh, but Dame basically was like, "Hey, man, we can't. That's not what I want." And then right after the pick happened, I believe he released a statement that was basically like, "Yeah, um, I'm going to give it a couple of weeks. See how we handle free agency." So the the clock is on, and all I can say is, "Please, God, put us out of our misery." I don't want to talk about it anymore. I don't care, Dame. I don't care. This will he, won't he, like, well, oh, let's see how they build a team around me. Bro, you know what you signed up for at this point, man. And I know Portland's going to do right by him, whether they keep him and then go overpay for role players that are going to help them become the 7, 8, or 9 seed in the Western Conference. Or they're going to trade him to a team that he wants to go to, whether it's Miami or Brooklyn. But I'll, pa- part of me wants Portland to just be like, dude, we're going to trade you wherever we get the best bang for our buck. And they won't do it. I know they won't do it. But yeah, it's just, it is, I'm just tired of hearing from it. Like, even if you're a Portland fan, doesn't that bum you out? You just get Scoot Henderson, who most likely would have been the first uh, first overall pick any other draft year, but then he goes third because Wembayama, generational talent, and because Michael Jordan made the second pick, it would have been huge. It, like, you should be like, holy crap, we got Scoot. And instead, we're like, okay, we got Scoot, but what does this mean? Yachty's in the chat. What's up, Yachty? asking on behalf of the two face Pacers fans are the Pacers on the winner or loser list uh all right let's see i forget what the pacers did here i know you guys you guys yo know, you know why you're winners so uh washington and in, uh indiana they flipped the 7-8 pick right so indiana traded back one spot got some second rounds from washington and then still got uh, Yaris Walker, who, uh, Vicini from the athletic had him ranked six. You got him in at eight plus you get a couple of second round picks. I thought that was great. I thought that was great from the Pacers. That was a great pick. Um, was that your only pick in the first round? I think so. Right. Oh no. And you also had 26. You had Ben Shepard, who I've never heard of in my entire life, but he's from Belmont, a good Christian school. Uh, yeah. Good job by the, the passers, the Indiana passers. Regulators said I'm suffering from scoot envy this morning. Yeah. But that's what I mean. Like, I think that sucks that all Portland's going to be talking about is like, will he stay or will he go now? Right? And it's like, man, you should be just thrilled you have Scoot. I hope they trade Dan. I hope they get a good haul for him. And then you just build around. And then trade Simons, too. I don't think – like, just build around Scoot, Scoot. Shaden Sharp. Get some other youngins in there. I don't know. That bummed me out. That bummed me out. All right. Those are – most of my winners or losers. Did I have everybody – I already made fun of Michael Jordan. Utah Jazz, Houston Rockets, Bill Belichick, Grady Dick. I think we hit it. Anything else that you were pretty excited about from the draft last night? Was there anything for those watching at home on the worldwide leader? Um anybody like what what were you guys excited about? Anything that like stood out to you last night? Jay Buzz says Portland doesn't want to lose Dame. I live here. No, I'm sure Portland doesn't. I'm just saying, they just drafted, they had the they they took one of the best players to come out of like the last four drafts. They got him. And the first thing that he said is like, ooh, is Dame trading? Uh, didn't realize, Weisberg said, didn't realize the Warriors traded Patrick Baldwin Jr. in the, the uh, pool deal. Ooh, interesting, man. Let me save that because I'll, I'll start to transition to that. I, I missed that too. And Patrick Baldwin Jr. was like one of the few rookies he would play. Uh, Maddox said he didn't watch that spreadsheet. Okay, Nets back-to-back picks and seem to make zero noise. Yeah, dude. No, they're like, they, in arena, they were like, we're Brooklyn at. Where's my Brooklyn Nets fans? It was like, nah, dude, there's no Brooklyn Nets fans. There are no Brooklyn jerseys there. Falcons took Bajan. I don't know how that's the same. Got to take, no, no, I, I understand. No, I, 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 of course they should have taken Scoot Henderson. I'm not saying they should have taken Scoot. I'm saying it sucks that you took Scoot or that Portland took Scoot. Cause I know you're a Lakers fan that Portland took Scoot. And the conversation immediately was like, that's a bad fit for game. They got to move Dame or they got to move some of those picks or some of those young guys. That's what I meant. Um, She compared Jordan Hawkins to Ray Allen. I saw uh, Tyrese Halliburton had a tweet this morning. Let me see if I can find it. That, uh, he was great on Twitter too. Uh, Tyrese, what was his tweet? It was about player comps. He said, uh, 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 he said, yo, if they're, if they're a defending wing that crashes the glass hard and yells at referees, they're Josh Hart. If he's tall, light skin and can pass J kid Lonzo, Lumelo, or me like hilarious, hilarious. Um, both, both really good tweets. Those comps are good. Um, all right, we're let's, uh, let's pivot to some of the, um, let's pivot to the Chris Paul, uh, trade. Let's do a little, another mental health check so I can clear my respiratory system. i'm just not gonna do it guys and it feels good to not cave to the chat because i am the boss like i said earlier i'm in charge today i am i am in charge you can't tell me what to do but i hit you with back-to-back ones real quick I'm sorry this didn't come with a hand job. I just don't think it's included in the airdrops. That's stylistically, that's tough to include that in an airdrop. All right, we back. We back. Um, let's uh, let's dive into so yesterday afternoon, uh, rumors report swirling c p three deal just about done. And actually, I wouldn't even say rumors swirling. That happened so fast. Um, all, it said the war I, I saw something that said, uh, it wasn't about Chris Paul. It Was that the Warriors weren't done? Um, the, they weren't done looking at the uh, at the Jordan Poole deal, and then all of a sudden it happened. Uh, is Mike starting to look noticeably older than in the old drops? Yeah, of course I am, Shiggins. What the? Fuck? God. Also, I will say most of those drops came from nighttime streams where I've woken up a little bit more. I've showered, but yeah, bro, I was like thirty-five in some of those. All right, I'm an aging male. All right, goddamn! What Why, Shiggins, why would you do that? Let's find some ugly shit. Let's find—well, here we go. Yeah, I can remember the Johnson murders like they were yesterday. You don't— That didn't do it either. That looks young. God, I gotta— Who's ready to yell? Well, the top— There we go. Oh. Anyways, um— yeah, I saw I saw rumors on Twitter. They were like, they're not, oh, he said CP, not Mike. How dare you? No, he said Mike. Shigan says Mike. But I saw uh, they were like, oh, Jordan Poole might still be on the move. They're making some moves here. I uh, did not think it was going to be for Chris Paul. I even saw a report that maybe some conversations were, were happening with um with the Celtics about Jordan Poole, which I was surprised. So Jordan Poole makes his way to Washington. Uh, and now and I guess along with Patrick Baldwin Jr., which I literally learned that this morning, uh, and Chris Paul over to Golden State. And I got I don't know what the right take is around this deal. Um i I think like if you really zoom out, I just don't think it moves the needle one way or the other. I think the one thing we learned is that Jordan Poole needed to go. So this is like a business decision for both for like chemistry within the locker room and that paper, that paper. They get off of that Jordan Poole contract. It allows them probably a little bit more flexibility to re-sign Draymond. Uh, it gets them out of the long-term vibe of that deal. They're still going to pay Chris Paul for this season, but like seasons forward, they're not going to have to pay pay him that long. Um, I I don't know. My take of that, my take of the trade was that this raises the ceiling of the Warriors, but it also lowers the floor. And I think even though Jordan Poole was pretty bad last year, we have have seen him have stretches where he's been really good and can hold down the fort. And one of the things that was nice about having a player like Jordan Poole is if Clay goes down for an extended period of time, if Steph misses a couple of weeks, you throw Jordan Poole out there and you're like, hey man, play 38 minutes a game get your shots up, right? They don't have the luxury of that anymore. If one of those guys goes down, you can't roll Chris Paul out there for 38 minutes. Like Chris Paul needs to be playing that 20 to 28 minutes a game. You just need him fresh from like April to June. That's the goal. So I feel like it makes it pretty tricky for the Warriors roster construction moving forward. Like they just have to run pure as it comes to injuries. They can't have anybody miss any time. So I don't know. Uh, Weisberg saying, I generally think it's a bad deal. They are trading low on pool for 38-year-old guard with injury problems. Yeah, again, I think it has way more. And Moment Collector says, downgrade in length is tough when you are going to have to go through the Lakers or Nuggets or Suns. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, right? If you, it's funny, when you think about the Warriors at their prime, right, with KD, every roster construction from the teams in the West was like, how do we beat the Warriors? And that you saw the Rockets build their team that way. I mean, Daryl Morey has talked about it. So you would think after watching what Denver did, having a big like Nikola Jokic, seeing Anthony Davis, um, I guess Bam isn't really that. And neither is Time Lord. But like looking at those two guys, you'd be like, "Well, we need to we need to sure up down low. We need to get a big in there." And instead, they're like, "What if we went smaller and older?" And to go back to Weisberg's point, I do agree that they are selling like super low on Jordan Poole. I'm not a Jordan Poole guy. I always said that Jordan Poole was the best player on the court when your team was up 25. We saw him in their finals run where his role slowly diminished. I remember doing um, doing a video before their finals run um, of like who the Warriors needed to take care of first or ranked them first to last. And Jordan Poole was like the guy that I was like, I think you just get, that's the guy you move off of because I don't think he can do it in the playoffs. But that being said, man, I, you were willing to pay him that much and sign to a four-year deal. And now you're just kind of like, yeah, dude, we'll send you for Chris Paul. We'll send you for a business decision. And now he's going to go up and put up Russell Westbrook numbers in Washington. Get ready for the Jordan Poole show because it's Jay Poole, Denny Avdia, Corey Kispert, Tyus Jones, Monty Morris. Nobody over 6'5", I don't think. And they're just going to get out there. and Jordan Poole is going to get shots up. He's going to be the first guy to average a quadruple double in NBA history. He's going to put up 32 points, 10 boards, 11 assists, and 45 turnovers a game. He's going to be out of control getting shots up. I listened to a little bit of the Bill Simmons and Kevin O'Connor last night, and he was like, "I actually think the Wizards are going to be kind of good right away." Bill Simmons, you smoke crack. There's no way. I'm sorry. There's no way. Who are they better than in the East? The Celtics, the Sixers, the Bucks, the Heat, right? Who Who are they better than? Who are they? The Hawks. Who are they better than? Orlando Magic, give me them. And we're up to six now. Even the Mikkel Bridges-led Brooklyn Nets, give me them. Who am I missing? I'm missing like very obvious teams right now. The Cleveland Cavaliers, Toronto Raptors, give me all of those teams. You are out of control if you think that's happening. Uh, here we go. Also paying CP3 30 million for a guy who he thought was going to get bought out and sign a bet deal. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, it just, it goes to show you how bad those vibes were between Jordan Poole, Draymond Green, and the rest of the locker room. And you know what? Of course they were bad. He got punched in the face by a teammate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wow, crazy. Anyways. I yeah, I don't I don't know what to make of that deal. I don't know what to make of that deal. It just any all it says to me is that the dynasty runs over. Unless they've got a few more moves up their ass. I that it's a that's a wrap for me. That's a wrap for me, because I, I was thinking more and more about the Western Conference, and I think like if you want to say wait, well, hey, my hot take of the Western Conference, give me OKC a top four team in the West next year, and I think that has to do with OKC being a young team, getting a year older, having a taste of having like a deep, not a deep, but like a, a solid regular season where people weren't tanking, everyone taking a step up, SGA giddy, you get Chet Holmgren back, Case and Wallace. And then you look at the rest of the West, and I just feel like there are Swiss cheese holes throughout everybody in the West. Clippers are talking about moving Paul George to the New York Knicks. Bing bong, here's Paul George. We're nervous about injuries. Uh, We can't take Malcolm Rogdon. We're trading Paul George to the Knicks. Clippers have massive holes. Warriors now are playing dudes my age. Dallas Mavericks have some, like, I don't know what Dallas is going to do. You got Denver and Phoenix. We'll put them up here. The Kangs, what are the Kings going to do? There's rumors that they're going after OG or Siakam. So maybe we'll throw the Kings up there. Who else? Who's good in the West? The Lakers? Put OKC top four for me. There you go. Book it. June 23rd. Get your FanDuel sports books out. Help Shams out. Give me OKC hosting a first-round playoff run next season. How about that? Thunder, though. Fuck up, boys and girls, let's go. All right, what else is going on? Uh, Weisberg, yeah, dude, I can't wait. The thing that I am most excited about, and not enough people are talking about this. Yes, Jordan Poole left the uh, Warriors. He's going to the Wizards. Yes, thirty-eight year old Chris Paul coming to the Warriors. But we're not talking about the freedom Jordan's Poole has now to speak. I can't wait. Get him on one of the podcasts with an NBA player and a white guy next to him. And I want Jordan Poole to tell us what happened. Just spill it. Spill it. You're not going back. Who cares? Spill it. Create bad blood. Because, baby, now we got bad blood. Let's that. Let's get some Taylor Swift energy in the NBA. Let's do it. Let's do it. No Luca love? I don't know, dude. They get fucking Maxi Kleber. is like their second best guy. We got to figure out the Kyrie stuff. I want Luka to be good. But, man, uh, but we'll do a Luka drop, though, just for, like, the vibe. Luka, Luka magic. Might have NDAs in their contract. Not allowed to talk about it. No, I bet that now way. now way. They can definitely talk about it. Uh, Wolves have Kyle Anderson. I didn't mention the Wolves. I think the Wolves are going to be good. I think the Wolves are going to be good. They've got a shot at top four. I think they'll fall apart in the playoffs, but they get a shot at top four. Ant-Man, Ant-Man MVP vibes, who knows? Didn't expect some 1989 energy at 634. I got, I'll got. be honest, guys, I wanted to cancel this show so bad this morning. I really did. I was up so late. I was up so late. I got three hours of sleep, but I was like, no, we got to fight through. We got to fight through for the people. It's Friday. It's Friday. It's Friday. It's Friday. Uh, Hey, can we talk about Vegas here for a second before we get into some other weird stuff? Uh, if you got, are you guys coming? Are you guys coming to Vegas? Come on, come to Vegas. Uh, we are like just less than two weeks away. I think, I don't know how many days it is. Today's the 23rd. I'm getting out there the fifth. I'm dropping a Google form in there. If you haven't filled it out yet and you are, if you knew are going to Vegas, fill that shit out, come to Vegas. It's a good time. Um, let me, let me move my face here. We're going to Summer League games, baby. We're going to the NBA Con. We're doing a live show on Friday, July 6th at the Sand Dollar Lounge, a part of the Plaza Hotel. We're going to have special guests. You're going to see Weisberg out there. You're going to see the 89 Cavs. Greg and Dustin taking a break from Indiana Jones and Nick Fury to come hang out with us. We're going to maybe have a super special guest that I'm not allowed to say out loud. We got the Shot Tank Bros. We got a lot of fun. It's going to be a good time. And listen, if you're on the fence, let me tell you about some of the bitches that are going to be joining us here in Viva Las Vegas, the common man. The common man is going to be there. We got Patrick. We got Stubbs. We got Baudivine. We got Garen up in here. We got Boston-based Patrick, TST, Skeets, <clears throat> Chewy, JJL, Weisberg, Billy Topshot, Ryan Zake. Steve motherfucking ballers blockchain. Rooksy Cube, Davy's gonna be there. Who else? Dustin G Dunn already said Dr. Mean Sergeant Stogie. A bunch of people are gonna be there. So get out there for Vegas. I want to see more of you guys out there. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a good time. I want to see you all out there, okay? Okay. Uh are Grizzer top four in the West? Man, who knows? Who knows? I don't know. I don't know what Memphis does, you know? It depends, like, are they able to, like, bounce back quickly, you know? I do like—I really do—I think it's nuts they had to give up two first-round picks now that the— Yeah, also, can we do it? Let's go back to the Marcus Smart uh, trade a little bit from yesterday, right? Because the more— I I now feel bad for my takes because I was like too aggressive about the Celtics, right? I was too aggressive about being town and not being not be not like loving, not loving, uh, not not showing Marcus enough love. I think I was trying so hard not to be a homer. I think now it is it is like a little sad that Marcus Smart is gone, but again, man. You got two first-round picks on top of Kristaps Porzingis. That's crazy town. That's crazy town. It was funny. Every single person I know that lives in Boston, uh, every Boston fan I know basically was just like, I can't believe we fucking traded Marcus. I talked to my dad, and he was like, I never liked them." And, oh, my God, it made me so happy that my, my dad was the only one that was like, yeah, makes sense to me. Bye. <laughs> Uh, Maddie said, would love to come to summer league and meet team hold, but I'm not a fan of in-person gambling, drinking, drinking, air travel, hot climates, and being around people in general, Maddie, those are all good reasons not to go, but I would love for you to be there. Uh, Billy was saying, I like the Pels as a sleeper of Zion. Dude, I love that too. We were talking about that yesterday, man. I love that. Is anybody bummed that Zion didn't get moved? I thought that was going to be, um, I thought we were going to maybe get like a crazy, a crazy trade IRL. I thought we were going to get one, like whether it was Dame, Zion. We didn't get any of it, though. We didn't get any of it. Um, KP is an upgrade on smart. I don't know why they don't like it. I, yeah, well, that's what it is, right? It's because, yeah, DeRoz- that's a great comp moment, collectors, except DeRozan's a better player. But that's a great comp when, like, Toronto moved, um, when they moved DeRozan, right, all the fan all the diehads. Yeah, that's what it is. I mean, Marcus is the stats on Marcus were crazy, <laughs> right? What did he have, nine years with the Celtics? They made the playoffs every single year. He always played a little bit better in the playoffs. Um, there's plenty of plenty of reasons to like uh, miss him. Uh, any man on the street content from yesterday uh, at the draft? Weisberg, I'm so bummed out, but we did. We filmed. Uh, we filmed a handful of things that I don't think we're going to be able to uh, to put out there. We were we were doing this contest where we were giving away twenty. We were doing the top ten picks. We were giving away twenty five dollars for every time a stranger got a pick right. So we'd ask them who do you think is going first? Who do you think is going second? We'd like bounce around to a bunch of people. Every time they got one right, we we're gonna add 25 bucks. Uh, and then if you and then I was also making picks, and if you beat me, we were gonna double it. We had a lot of fun early on. <laughs> but I again, with how fucking dark it is in Barclays, we'd, we we should have filmed more of it before we got inside. So I was pretty bummed out. It just was not the Barclays Center was not designed for us to film once the draft started. So we had like We had six picks done, but based on how we like open the video, I don't think we're going to be able to do it, which was, uh, which was a bummer because we were excited to do it, but it was a good, good lesson before we get to Vegas to fire up some stuff. We also had some good footage of Justin talking about the Detroit pick, uh, beforehand and then when it happened, but it was just so dark and so loud that even with the new microphone that I bought, it just wasn't, it sounded bad. But that's what was cool about. So rare, there were some so rare fans that saw us right away when we walked in, and so like we immediately filmed them. It looked like yeah, it looked like we were crushing. I was like, dude, we got the first five picks in the first three minutes of being in there, and then it was really tough. It was really tough after that. Um, hey, a couple of things here. So this is the last show of the week unless something crazy happens today. If Dame gets traded or something, but next week, morning show Monday, Tuesday. Thursday, Friday, no morning show on Wednesday. We're going to keep doing that until um, while I'm hosting trivia on Tuesday nights anyways. And there's just no, we don't need to go five days a week. Uh, So we'll do, we'll still have something on Wednesday. We'll have Wednesday night shows like 89 Cavs or John boy and I doing some uh, football stuff. That'll happen. Um, So there we go. Bulls announced no Lonzo this season. I know, I know, I know. It's a bummer. The Lonzo stuff is sad, man. The Bonzo stuff, the Alonzo stuff is really sad. It sucks. Uh, the other thing that I need to do here before we get out of here, which I don't need to do it before we get out of here. I need to figure out what I'm going to do for my So Baseball lineup. Uh, I missed a reward by like s- two points, I think, like six spots. Uh, but what I've realized, so I always do limited pro first. What I realized, uh, it, also look at this new design here. Huh? Huh? Um... Yeah, it's Barclay. It's Barclay. Were you saying you were saying Barclay? Barclay Center. That's funny. Uh, Did you see the Hornets mascot when Miller was selected? No, I missed it. I saw some like hubbub about it, but um, I missed it. Is the third ball bro still in the league? I he was still in the. um, I thought he was in the G League for a little bit, Uh, but yeah, we. I don't have a pitcher for this week, and I guess Cutter Crawford is pitching. I didn't realize. All right, if we could throw Cutter in there, I'd like to go find somebody else. Uh, I need to see, Alexis Diaz has been a monster, so we'll throw him in there. We're always playing Rafi uh, Estrada or Jeremy Peña. Uh, Estrada's been pretty good, and they got a bunch of games. Luis Robert, he's been great. Uh, we got Ryan McMahon. And then I guess, like, what do we do for our last spot? I Kenley Jensen, maybe. They, maybe he gets two saves this weekend. Anthony Santander, maybe we throw him a little bit in there. Well, I forgot I have Dylan Floro. Or maybe just Jeremy Peña. There we go. Maybe this is a squad. Maybe we run this out. Baseball. Oh, look at Stan. Dude, Stan, how's heat culture, baby? How's that heat culture? How are we feeling about Hama Hakes? How are we feeling about it? Uh no pitchers use a bat. Yeah, we're going we're going to use a bat for the second one. We are. Um. Listen, let, we're gonna wrap here a little early. I think if you guys have only twelve entrants, that's how bad Top Shot is right now. People don't even care. They're like, dude, you still do the uh, giveaways. We appreciate it, but nobody cares. Um. Also, I gotta tell you guys, I saw some great. There's this. So we posted a video today. Um, we posted a video today that uh, like I just did a short this morning about Chris Paul getting traded, and this dude named Timothy Lutter. Uh, actually, I wonder if I can just share it. I, I don't know why I'm sharing it like this. Let me, I'm going to pull the video up so we can look at these comments together because man, I just love, like, I can't imagine waking up and choosing this type of energy. And actually I can The energy itself is wild, right? So here we go. We'll share screen here. Sorry for the buildup here. All right, there we go. Look at that fucking face, dude. This dude is hot. This dude is hot. Um, All right. So we're going to go to the comments here. Um, All right, here it is. Our man, Timothy, right here. Timothy, let's blow this up a little bit. Timothy says, I feel like it's pointless watching the most oppressed community decry, decry racism while making millions to throw a ball in a net while Americans starve. Just ain't my thing. However, but commenting on YouTube videos about that very thing is his thing, says Timothy. And he said, absolutely. I know free speech is an issue for Americans, but it is what it is. We'll keep using it on NBA YouTube channels to let them know how pointless those videos are. Amen. Every soul is precious. I got this insanity, baby, insanity. That type of crazy chaosness. I hate people so much. All right, people are asking me to look at some NFTs. You guys want to look at the association? The association. And just a reminder: there are almost thirty thousands associations. Almost thirty thousand of them. Let's see what we got here. Ooh, 0.012. Is that mooning? Is 0.012 mooning? You can get you to Watanabe for 0.012. Well, how, how thin is the floor, though? Shout out Dreamshaker, by the way. Never forget. This was a life changing thing. This was a life changing thing. Um, thing right here. Stan, how dare you do? This is, this is a hot ass face, dude. Um, Just never forget. Look at these. Jalen Noel, Dario, sorry. That's pretty good. Let's look at Crypto Dads, too. Crypto dads, there's 10,000 crypto dads. I mean, we give away one of these in Vegas. What's crypto dads have? 0.03. God, man. I sold one of these for like three ETH, man. Three ETH. Have we talked about Leonard Miller? Borland, that's the steal of the draft, baby. The steal of the draft. Leonard Miller, and the, I thought Leonard Miller was going to go like in the 20 to 24 range, baby. That was a great pick for Minnesota. That was a great pick. I found this on the web. Oops, Siri's looking it up. What was Siri? What'd you find? What? Oh no, this is weird. That was weird. That was a great pick though. I loved it. I loved it. Um, all right, let's let's wrap there, guys. Let's do a giveaway. Like the stream, subscribe, hashtag Big Dick Energy. As always, I appreciate everyone being here this week. This was a fun week. We had a lot of chaos. Uh, we were up to 9,538 subscribers. We're on our way. We're on our way uh, to 10K, baby. And uh, I don't know if you saw on Twitter, but we're doing uh, giveaways once we hit 10K. We're going to give away a Series 1 MGLE of Jason Tatum, which is a debut. It's like a $500 moment. But by the time we give it away, They'll probably be $250. We're also giving away a rare Shea Gilgis Alexander. So rare moment. Uh, So there we go. Make sure you check those out on Twitter. Make sure you're following us on all platforms. Follow me on Instagram. All right, let's give this thing away. Uh, I hope you guys all have a great weekend. Shoot me a DM if you win this thing. Uh, If anything crazy happens, we'll be back. Otherwise, I'm going to sleep. I am so tired. Well, I got to take the dog out. Fanny, dude, Fanny kid, hashtag hard on. There we go. Which comes first, 10K or unlocking? It's got to be 10K. We got to beat Top Shot. We got to beat Top Shot. Uh, All right, guys. Have a great weekend. Happy Friday. I appreciate y'all. You're my favorite peoples in the whole wide world.